Hi, welcome to episode 85 of Peachy okay. Soap. How are you? Peachy. Same. Um, does it, we're going to have to bear with it today. Connection is unstable again. I just, as she was saying, recording in progress, it popped up, so... And ironically, um, I got a thing across the bottom where typically I just hit okay, telling me that it's recording. Mm -hmm. But this time it was that. And then I had to hit something else telling it okay. Yeah, I, I see. <laughs> awesome, awesome. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, it's, it's. This is attempt number three. I don't know. Yeah. And like we were a good 20 minutes into it and we both kept freezing yesterday and we're like, fuck this. Um, so, yeah, um, I think the big thing I told was after my shitty weekend, because we recorded last Sunday, I uploaded it right away. Um, and I think at that point I had fallen on the ice. Well, then I fell on the ice and then the heat went out in my car. After we recorded and then Saturday night we were smelling gas but sometimes it's the sewer thing outside my house so because it was we'd smell it and then we wouldn't we'd smell it and then we wouldn't and then I got woke up Saturday morning to mommy gotta call consumers there's a gas leak you mean Sunday so morning that was fun Monday morning you said Saturday. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. See, I haven't had enough coffee, so sorry. Um, yeah, Saturday I fell. Sunday the heater in my car went out. And Monday I had a gas leak. It's all been fixed. Everything's good now. I, I think what I told it yesterday I was a little more detailed. Yeah, but that's all right. Because you know what? I determined that you and I need to go back to bed and restart the year. Oof. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe even the last funny. couple. I don't know. Um I let's see. So but I will retell the story of the odd thing that happened just prior to us smelling the gas and then a couple times after we started smelling the gas. Okay, the first thing before we started, there, my husband was gone for the night, go Lions, and we were all standing in the kitchen because I was making dinner, and it got super cold in my kitchen. My back door was wide open, and Sunday night was frigid as fuck outside. So we thought that was kind of weird, because, and then you've been in my came through my back door so like it was open sorry the way the way I had to grab it to close it it was like it was like it would have been slammed because it was like kind of stuck I don't know it's really weird well then my son left for work and this was prior to us smelling the gas and I took him his cup and I locked the door. So I know the door was locked. It's a habit. 
why lock the doors? So then we started smelling the gas. And me and my son-in-law are in by my back door smelling it because that's where it was the strongest. And the door was unlocked again. And nobody had been outside. <laughs> so it was really weird. We kept getting all these signs of something. But we were just too stupid to realize that that's what it was. So, yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, it is. But, yeah, consumers came, fixed it, so we're good. I'm not delirious. Um, well, I am, but not because of that. Just not enough coffee. Um, other than that, anything for you? Uh, the only new thing going for me is that I completed the next phase into my new position. Okay. So. And I don't remember if I talked about it when we recorded last week, but I got tickets to go see Gary Allen. Yay! And, um, I looked at my seats on the, because... The place I'm going to has a, an area called the Gold Circle. And that's, they were like the expensive seats. It's two sections and two rows. Oh. And I am like in the second row, right in the middle. So, yeah. That's not a bad spot. Not at all. I'm, I got the last one they had. So I'm super excited. And then the beginning of last week, there was a concert announcement for August. Um, and my husband really, really wants to go. Um, and it was supposed to be a thing for my husband, his brother, and my brother. But when I bought the tickets, I could only buy four. So I guess I'm going now, too. <laughs> and we're going to see um, Bush, Candlebox, and Jerry Cantrell, and I'm super fucking excited. That's awesome. Yeah, super excited. So that's what I got. I'm just here in my basement. That's what I got. <laughs> Although, I do have a fun story in another small town. Awesome. I'm ready to hear it. <clears throat> so some of you may recognize the name of this town, uh, which is Broken Arrow, Nebraska. And ironically, I need to try to remember Nebraska because I was talking to someone last night about this story and I couldn't remember what freaking state it was in. <laughs> oh, unhinged. Yep. Got that, but yeah, didn't know any yeah, other state. Yeah, <laughs> so I am going to right disturbed. Yep, definitely. Wow. Right. So I feel like I should probably go to this hotel. Um, it is the Arrow Historic Hotel and Pub. And these is what it looked like when it was first built. 
Oh, that's beautiful. This is after a remodel with the copper ceiling. <clears throat> so it was originally built in 1928 um, by a group of private citizens and they built it to service the needs of the railroad. Um, and it was meant to replace an old commercial hotel. Um, and apparently the Arrow was the first three-story building in the town. Um, at street level, they had a lobby, a restaurant, a beauty salon, a barber, a ladies' dress shop, and a ballroom. And then the second and third stories had 52 sleeping rooms. I'm sorry, I am looking at my notes a lot for this because that's a lot of freaking numbers and stuff. And I don't remember that. <laughs> okay, so, and then uh, the public bathrooms were at the ends of the hall. Um, and then in 1984, Ray, uh, yeah, Ray Brown um, envisions this great renovation for the hotel. Um, and he decides, you know what, I'm going to hit up the town. We're going to, you know, make this place better and new and, you know, all of that. We're going to get people back. Um, and Originally, the rooms were to be converted into 23 apartments meant to be marketed to retirees. And he's asking the town for all this money. Um, unfortunately, it failed. So what they did. I'm trying to see what the year is. Oh, shoot. I don't have the year. Um they end up converting it back to a hotel. So at this point, lots of renovations. They're stirring shit up. Um, the apartments then become suites. The barber shop turns into a small meeting room. The dress shop is converted into a convention room. The beauty salon into a bar. The uh, beauty salon was actually moved to a portion of the old ballroom, which is actually where it still sits today. Um, in 2005, another group of individuals visited Roy, or sorry, Ray, with a proposal of changing things yet again. Except this time, they wanted to change the street level to a traditional Western motif. Um, and in the picture, bring back the copper tile ceiling. Um, the front desk had was a throwback to the original 1928 style. Um, there was columns and a granite uh, countertop. And then the exterior was to go back to a vintage look, which was the brick, um, as well as having awning and lantern-style lighting. So the current... No, come on, go back. 
That's nice. So it's a beautiful building. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get names of the groups of individuals who had done all the investing and things like that. There wasn't a whole lot of history as far as like who the actual owners were. However, apparently one of them haunts the location. Um, and he's, you know, I believe it's smelled, felt, and occasionally seen. Not so often. Um, I did find a person who had done an investigation. Um, wasn't the worst. Definitely wasn't the best. <laughs> um, but the pair of them did have a lot of personal experiences. Unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of footage. Um, so I can't really say, you know, that there was no tampering or anything like that. Um, but ironically, the guy notes that as soon as he got into town, he felt like he was made of lead. That's interesting. Yes. And I can totally relate to that because when I come to Saginaw to see you, I'm completely off. And like, I have a hard time functioning normally. Like walking is a hard thing for me there. Um, And then like navigation through the town. I don't know where I am. I have to use my map. Map and I have a hate-hate relationship. She likes to send me where I'm not supposed to go. Um, and she will take me down one-way roads going the wrong way to get there. <laughs> Ironically, this guy was convinced that his map wanted to kill him. <laughs> He's like, this, this thing is going to get me killed. I'm sure of it. da 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 um, so he is looking for a specific cemetery within the town um, to see what he can garner from a tale, which is that there is a red-headed witch who reportedly haunts the hotel. Um, she can be seen any floor, any room. Um, apparently, she was murdered. I could not find the year. Um, and my guess would be that's why he was trying to find the grave was because he was trying to find out the year. Maybe. Um, and so he went looking, typed in the address. Instead of taking him to a cemetery, it took him to a homestead. He ended up going down a one-way little dirt road thing which is apparently a driveway but it doesn't look like a driveway <laughs> and you know map is telling him there's a cemetery back there nope it's a house so he backs up goes back onto his road goes back onto his map and they tell him the location doesn't exist like, excuse you? You just told him, turn here. 
to get to said location. Now you want to say the location doesn't exist? Excuse me, right. ma'am. We got beef, man. We got beef. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, he ends up trying to find it again. Nope, not coming up, not coming up. Finally, he gets another address for a cemetery in the town. It is not the cemetery that he is looking for. <laughs> it's very much a, this is not the droids you're looking for. Um, because it was new. There were not many stones within the location. Um, and apparently that's where you park your Cadillacs and your Benz and, you know, all them. That, that's very high class cemetery. <laughs> so, as he's doing all this about, you know, back and forth, trying to find the place, he ends up talking to some locals. And... In the end, he gets a few to trust and open up to him. Um, they do give him the location of the cemetery that he is looking for. However, in the process of getting that location, he also learns that essentially every house in the town is haunted. Everyone has activity in that town. And... It, it's one of those things that takes me back to when, I, you know, I had come a couple of times that one year and everything. And I had this big idea of, you know, potentially how it could work. I, I remember I wrote a letter and I think I read it to you and I never got an answer to it. Yeah. <laughs> that still bothers me, but um, so, yeah, I, I kind of feel like. That's one of those locations, just like your town is one of those locations. Yeah, for sure. You know, it. Um, it's almost like you live in a place where ley lines intersect. Yeah, it it would make sense for sure, absolutely for sure. I mean, I don't know because I haven't gone that far into ley lines i mean i know you know a bit from the research but to be fair a lot of it is gone at this point oh yeah for sure um just like yesterday pennsylvania was gone <laughs> um but he goes to the cemetery and the person that he is investigating with instantly does not feel good um, they feel off within the cemetery. Um, they are looking for a female's grave, correct? Mm -hmm. They find a grave that is exceptionally odd. Um, it is covered in cement. Um, not a slab like you would normally see, but like literally someone poured cement into this grave um and i say it like that because that's how it was shaped like it was literally and it was long um 
And so on top of this is there's these notches that go along one side. And then there's additional ones going down the center. And as you're walking up to it, he's like, hmm, I wonder what they're keeping in. Yeah, I, when you were talking about it yesterday, that was my first thought. Like someone not great was buried there. His name is George. <laughs> George apparently was not liked or really did something bad. Um, so not the grave he's looking for. Um, don't believe he found it. There isn't more footage. There are more details. Like, God, dude. <laughs> kind of leaves you as hanging. I said, yeah, as I said, not the best, not the worst. <sighs> so, they end up going back to the hotel. They set up all kinds of things around the room. And they are staying in the most haunted room in the hotel, which is room 205. Um, it is said that things move on their own and disappear within this room. Um, there is also voices. Um, I don't recall if any of the people had mentioned shadow people or anything, um, but the guy does have a personal experience with a head peeking around the corner. As I said, personal experience, not on camera. Um, so can't confirm nor deny on that one, unfortunately. Um, but within this room, they leave a Ouija board on a table. Um, they don't mess with any of the furniture or the beds, you know, nothing like that. Um, they're recording how the room is being left, which to me, that's all fine and well. However, as I looked further into it, it made me suspicious. Um, but they have EMF detectors. Um, freaking A, I can't remember the name of the other one now. It's orange and clear. Um, you got a blank. Yep. I can see it. It's, it's gone. So if you have the word, put it in the comments. <laughs> um, but they leave that set out. Um, they ironically did not have a digital recorder. Um, they needed a lot of equipment. I'll say that. Yeah. So... They end up leaving the room. Uh, they go eat in the restaurant that is attached, you know, um, apparently delicious food. Everybody raves about it. Great reviews online. Apparently steak is to die for. Um, 
they come back. I don't know if I want to hear those words in a haunted hotel. They come back to discover. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, they're in one of the suites. 205 is a suite. So it does have a adjoined kitchen space. Not a huge space, you know, just kind of a little countertop fridge type thing. Um, they have bathroom, like a living type space. Uh, and then the bedroom space is actually just kind of down a hall. Um, they come in. Every cabinet door is open. Every drawer is open. There is now bed pillows on the couch. The Ouija board is on the floor. Planchettes on the other side of the room. Um, yeah, like it's it's a mess. Um, however, they did not leave anything in the room to record. Of course, of course. And that's why I say it's suspicious. Why would you set all of that up and leave and not record what the fuck happened? And then to be like, I mean, oh I yeah, so and the room's so... destroyed. Yeah. Yep. So, and the woman was like, you know what? I'm going down to the front desk. I want to, you know, make sure that no one was in here. Yada, yada, Um, And the guy's like, well, no, that would be embarrassing. And she's like, what? What do you mean? Why would it be embarrassing? And on the one hand, I can understand where he's coming from on that. Because they're there to do an investigation. And yet, something, you know, paranormal happened and she's going to run to the front desk to complain. Yeah. So, I mean, on that grounds, like, eh. but at the same time, in an investigation, you want to confirm with staff that no one has come in to mess with anything. You know what I mean? You cover right. that base. <laughs> Suspicious. Suspicious. Um, however, apparently then, later that night, they both ended up getting extremely sick to the point where they were... Um, so, yeah, they didn't get to do a whole lot of investigating because they were too sick. Um, and he, they put it down to, you know the feelings that they were having, the oppressiveness. Um, because when you were within the room, in the main area, it, it seemed okay. However, if you went into the bedroom and bathroom area, it was very thick, very heavy, and very oppressive feeling. Um, before they had left the room for the evening, they had done... Um, some work, you know, question and response with the the one. The <laughs> no, not the rumpod. Um, with the lights, green to red. Nee Oh, EMF detector. Yeah, that one. <laughs> not gonna lie, the only reason I know that is because my middle grandson has one. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I have it wrote down four times. EMF, EMF, EMF. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should have looked at my notes. So he has one and she has one. They are in opposite areas of the room. She's like out in the kitchen area. He is, you know, on the opposite side in the bedroom area. His is consistently pulsing. He's like, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with this thing. And like, you watch it start to do that on film. You know, it goes from, you know, just kind of a green now and again to like a green yellow, you know, and kind of within that range. And then all of a sudden it's just, like a wave um he even turns it off turns it back on it just continues and it's doing it all through the bedroom all through the bathroom which was odd meanwhile she's in the kitchen area working with the other device um and her emf detector the other device didn't go off. However, she was getting hits on the EMF in response. Um, so she'd be like, okay, can you make it go to yellow? Can you make it go to red? It would do it. Um, meanwhile, he's coming out and he's like, hey, look at this. This is what it's doing. Yada, yada. Um, and at one point, her device would flash and his wouldn't. And they're literally standing next to each other. So they put the devices next to each other. Hers was flash when she asked a question. His would flash when he asked a question. But not both of them at the same time. And at one point, they even turn them and put them on their heads so that, you know, they're facing right in line with each other. Still, only one would go off. Hmm. I, I thought that was very interesting. Very, yeah. So, I mean, even though, you know, the whole setup of the room was suspicious, there is some things, you know, that you can see within the video that is credible. Yeah. Um, so I don't think, you know, it was a complete hoax or anything like that. Um, however, there have been other guests who have reported things like that happening within their room. You know, the things being moved, the drawers and drawers and everything being open, stuff like that. Um, apparently, keys and cards and wallets and stuff like that frequently go missing of people who stay in that room. Um, so another area that is exceptionally haunted is the basement. So naturally, the people who work there don't like to go down there. Um, and that is where a, another man is frequently reported to be seen. Um, and it's not mean or oppressive um, or anything like that. It's just more so you see him walking out of the corner of your eye kind of a thing. Gives you more of a jolt than actual scare. So, um, yeah, there is at least three that are reported to be haunting the location, the two men and the woman. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there was more. Um, so, yeah. 
Another feeling um, that they frequently felt throughout the town um, was a feeling of almost being underwater. Like it was really hard for them to catch their breath. Um, and that's just, you know, moving about the town while they were looking for the cemetery and stuff. Um, so it, it's definitely one of those highly charged locations. Um, I know of at least one other location in that town um, that is, shall we say, popular. Um, some of you may know the case that I, or not the case, but the place that I am referring to, which is a mental hospital within Broken Arrow. Um, we have not covered that. So if anyone is interested and would like me to cover that, please let me know. <laughs> Ms. Jill would like me to cover that. So we need at least two more people to, to let me know down below if you want us to cover that story. And that's what I got for you this week. I liked it. It was good. Thank you. Yeah, it sounds like a fun little town. And to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if I went digging into the town a little further. I didn't find more locations. Yeah. And when she was telling me about this the other day, I was like, you know what? Let's start saving our pennies and take a road trip because I would really like a road trip. Because I would love to stay there. I would love to stay in that room. But we would set up cameras of some sort. Whether, like, look, I just bought new ring cameras. And my other ones are fine. I would set them bitches up. Yeah, I mean, there's two of them. They have phones. Leave one in there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you set up Bones, a fucking Ouija board. Plug, plug them in, put you set up a Ouija board and you had no camera on it? <laughs> like, what? Right. Yeah. No. Um, and then I, I that to set up a device yeah. right next to it and not be able to catch anything that happens on the device. I mean, I would 100% um, start saving every penny I had. Like, okay, this year, like I said, with concerts... I'm going to be tapped out. <laughs> so um, this year wouldn't be good, but I will start saving for next year and like give us 18 months and let's do this. <laughs> and you know what though? I think considering that we would have to be there for a little while. We would have to what? Be there for a little while, like more than a weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and un unfortunately, I will not get on a plane. So I'm looking up. Um, how far of a drive it is. 
because I um, see if I can do it on my computer. I don't know if I can. It's 14 hours and five minutes by car. Okay, so that's for you. So, and I, I love maps because it shows you accidents and speed traps. Yeah, we, um, we could totally do this. I can swing around, pick you up, and then, you know, I just need to Here's another you. picture of the interior of the hotel. That is very, it's pretty. Yeah, it's a nice looking hotel. It's giving me shining vibes. Yes. Oh, see, and the rooms are nice. They really are. the outside I just got that lovely um, notification again about my network oh did did you see the other picture of the inside or were you glitched or of the room I probably glitched um I'm gonna have hubby take in a current router and get an upgraded router because we've had this one pretty much since we've lived here ah and I think we definitely need an upgrade. My pinky nails are too long to type. <laughs> Look at this. Gel. Those are my real nails. this would be a, a great nail um but that it would probably kill me oh yeah for sure. yeah i was like oh okay well good thing i don't intend to yeah. use it for that yeah i don't know the first thing about buying that particular substance so i would either end up like with sweet and low or something with fentanyl <laughs> I don't want neither one. Same. Same. I'm too trusting for that. Okay. I don't know if you can hear. There's children in the background. Oh, well, nope. Sorry, didn't. Dang it. <laughs> um how do you like this apparently my town covers 3.4 square miles sorry if you can hear the background noise <laughs> i couldn't um i'm still trying to get to broken arrow <laughs> Mm 
It's not giving it to you. Okay, so yours was how long? 14 hours? 14 hours and five minutes. Seven hours, 21 minutes. Okay, so it'd be like seven hours to get to you and then seven hours from you to there. Okay. Except it's not seven hours to get to me. It's at least eight. Unless your uh, map hates you like me, uh, then it's about 10, maybe 12. Hey, um, that one time it took me the power of my lead foot. No, no. Remember the one time it took me twelve hours to fucking get home because Google kept taking me the wrong freaking way. Yeah. Oh, I, I was supposed to be home at like eleven o'clock at night, and I didn't get home till like three o'clock in the morning. <sighs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess the noisy people outside my door. Right, that's my cue to say bye. All so right. We well, hope everyone has an amazing week, and this will be up as soon as I get it all loaded. Bye. bye.